0: My name is Stuart, and on this episode of Think Jargon, we're talking the number one reason why most marketing campaigns fail.
1: Think Jargon is a podcast about marketing, sales, and content creation. If acronyms like SEO, PPC, and CRM make your head spin, then this podcast is for you. We cut through the jargon used by fancy agencies to help you make sense of the ever-changing world of modern marketing. Thanks for joining us. And now, here are your hosts, inbound marketing expert, Jared Broussard, and digital content creator, Stuart Polton.
0: And we are live. Jared, good morning.
2: How are you doing? Good morning, Stuart. I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I've
0: had a great weekend, yeah. great weekend, so I'm doing well. Um, okay, we are talking today about uh, marketing campaigns, specifically the number one reason most marketing campaigns fail. But before we get to that, Jared... Uh, in previous episodes, we have talked about how we really should introduce some jargon and yep. make sense of the jargon. So every episode, we're going to do that. We're going to pick a word, a term, and we're going to um, we're going to break down
2: the jargon for you. So Jared, take it away. What's today's jargon? Today's jargon you hear it all the time is the term customer centric. It's a buzzword that everyone uses. If you read blogs or watch videos, you hear it, see it all the time, but actually. You know, what does customer-centric mean? And in a nutshell, it basically says that, you know, your excitement about your product or service is not near as important as the customer's excitement about your product or service. Talk about their problem and how your product or service solves their problem and how your product or will solve it. And you essentially are helping them, not yourself. That, in a nutshell, is being customer centric
0: uh can i have an a for an amen amen <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for that jared so let's get on with the the subject today so number one reason most marketing campaigns fail could you take us um for those that don't know jared um jared owns Blinkchar media which is an inbound marketing company and agency he deals with marketing campaigns all the time and so i thought you should take lead on this one and uh get into the subject of the number one reason why most
2: marketing campaigns fail so over to you Absolutely. And to take it a step further, uh, let's go back in time. Before I started BlinkJar, I was selling television advertising. Mm. And this um, slides in right with this theme because I saw this. It was sort of an epidemic where um, there are millions of reasons why. Maybe not millions, but I would say hundreds of reasons why a lot. Uh, a lot why marketing and advertising fails, and we're using kind of marketing and advertising interchangeably. But um, you know, there's there's hundreds of reasons, and er- everyone quits or stops or gets frustrated for uh, a number of reasons. But the biggest reason why marketing campaigns fail is based on one word. You want to know that word? Mm, that's why I'm here. It's called inertia. I know that's very scientific in nature for this type of programming. It's very Albert Einstein-ish. But let me let me explain it in, in <laughs> let me explain it in a story. I think this will be the best way to understand it. So everyone's had the experience of their car or vehicle stalling maybe on the highway or in the road. It's very nerve wracking, right? Your car stops. You don't know how to fix it, but you've got to move it out of the traffic. And you get out. Perhaps maybe a friend or two or someone out in traffic comes and tries to help you. You start by, you know, pushing the back of that car to get it out of the way, right? Mm -hmm. You push with all your energy, right? Mm -hmm. And your car is not budging at all. You use your legs, your arms, your back, every ounce of energy in your soul, and not a single budge from the car. You gasp, you strain, and most of the time, you get so darn frustrated you might wanna quit. You pull a muscle. You pull a muscle, Mm. you get frustrated, you get (laughs) tired, you're sweating. But it's funny because right at that moment is probably the time when it's the most important not to quit. If you don't quit, eventually that car is gonna budge and it's gonna start moving. Mm -hmm. The ironic part about it, Stuart, is the car starts moving faster and faster and you'll start to put less and less energy into it. So soon you're pushing less and you're putting less energy into moving the vehicle and the car is moving faster and faster. And finally the fruits of your labor that took place in the beginning are taking place at the end. So you don't experience the the fruits of your labor or the benefit until much later. It's not an instantaneous thing. So advertising and marketing is like pushing a car and stand still. At first, you're going to put all your energy into it. You're going to to look at all these variables and you're going to invest in them, time, money, everything. And it's going to be like talking to the wall or pushing that car. Nothing's going to happen at first. The the issue is that at that point, most people get frustrated, they quit, and they say it didn't work. So you're right? saying the number one reason that
0: uh, most marketing campaigns fail is because uh, people give up too early.
2: Yep, they don't put enough they don't give it enough time.
0: Can I just just draw some parallels here because it's kind of like a universal law of nature. Like you might take take anything else, like uh, like exercising, for example, working out. So yep. They they say that if you know it's it's when you um you know if you're capable of doing ten push-ups, it's the eleventh and twelfth where the yep. the benefit comes. Yep. It's kind of weird, but you know that that would translate into something like a marketing campaign.
2: Absolutely, and so the reason everyone joins in January is because they have these new resolutions and new plans and new goals, and usually by the second week of January the gym that was full is now half empty. And the reason is because it's not instantaneous. The work you're putting in today, tomorrow, next week, you don't get the immediate impactful results.
1: No,
2: it's You're, you're getting results three to six to nine months down the road for something you're doing today. And we live in such an instantaneous society that we want immediate results right now. It's the... How many likes did I get on Facebook? How much engagement did I get right away?
0: Well, perhaps I can lean on your experience a little bit here. Having done um, managed sure. so many marketing campaigns over your career, so I I'm aware of a few just general rules of thumb mm-hmm. um, when it comes to marketing, and and it would speak to your your point. Um, for example. Uh, number of impressions, touch points. The idea that um, you know, before you buy something, you have to be exposed to it a certain number of times. Yep. So that that speaks to your point in that I'm not going to immediately buy something when I see it for the first time. There's some trust you have to establish, and that takes multiple impressions. That takes time, which you know is what you're saying is that you know you're not going to get the immediate results. That's one reason why. Can can you can you give us any? any other just inherent characteristics of marketing that, uh, that, that result in it taking more than a
2: week or two yep. weeks or whatever. Absolutely. It used to be in advertising it was the, the magic number, the frequency of three, meaning it took um, someone um, to be exposed to the message at least three times for them to even begin to react mm-hmm. or, or respond. Um, And there's thousands of other scientific studies that sort of support that. Um, So that is one thing. Uh, If you look at the consumer kind of life cycle, um, it's very rare that things are so linear that um, upon first exposure to a message, whether it be a blog or an advertising message, that people are going to respond right away. Mm. Obviously, there are other variables, uh, you know, the life cycle of – the product or service that you're investing in or looking to invest in. Um, Usually it's the more expensive or the higher the ticket, um, the higher the price, the longer the sales cycle, the more exposure needed. So if it's like a car or a house, those things take obviously more exposure and more time for someone to make a decision not for my wife she just <laughs> yeah. needs a group on well her. those are yeah those are exceptions <laughs> um my wife as well um but yes it is so it that's one of the things that that sort certainly takes time the other thing is advertising is not an exact science as it relates to you put a campaign together you launch it and by god everything that you did worked Right, it's all trial and error. Mm. So a big part of that is doing you know A/B testing, which is a fancy word for you know maybe perhaps running two ads to see um, the response of the audience. Um, it's a lot of testing, and um, because everything's not going to be perfect, and um, adjusting to the response of the uh, of the audience, and that takes patience that takes time it takes effort and um just like working out um you know you're going to test different exercises to see how your body responds um it's the same thing with advertising okay, can i go in two directions with this so the first i think it would be helpful
0: if we could have a discussion about okay we've identified the number one reason most campaigns fail people quit too yep. soon Yep. Um, can we have a discussion about possibly shortcuts? Uh, like, are there ways to shortcut that? So, so the reason I'm asking is because um, I'm a big realist. Uh, I believe that you know you won't pursue a project or a service unless you think it's awesome. And as with your definition of jargon at the beginning of the the segment, um, that doesn't matter. What matters is is the value that the client sees right. in it. So, in my mind, I'm like, okay perhaps a way to shortcut, um, to, to, to shortcut this problem. Like, what if you what if you just give away your service, like run the first campaign you run is giving it away for five days or whatever you can afford to giving away one sample right. of, or make it in a contest. Can you think of any, any ways to possibly shortcut this to see if, I guess it wouldn't, necessarily financially benefit the company in the short term, but it certainly would give you a really good gauge as to whether anyone cares about what you're selling.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I think there are ways where you can, I like to say, pull sales forward, if you will. Um, I like that term. One of the things that, you know, when when we had the crash in, in 2008, car dealers were doing the, um, you know, trade your your junk in. I forgot there was a term for it, but mm-hmm. basically they were incentivizing people to buy new cars that perhaps weren't even quite ready to buy new cars. And it was basically tra- trade in your hunk of junk hmm. and, um, they would give you like a certain dollar amount, no matter what that car was worth. Yeah, And basically what they were doing was pulling sales forward. So some of them are sort of gimmicks to sort of test, you know, if they can move a market. So there are ways absolutely that you can do that. I will say there's no magic wand. I think Uh, business owners always think there's certain like just wave your wand and it will happen. Um, The message I always tell uh, business owners is, you know, if it were that easy and if it was that short term and that impactful right away, everyone would be doing it. Mm -hmm. The reason why people, businesses don't um, invest in marketing and advertising the way they should is they try it for a month or two they get frustrated, they don't feel the inertia, the positive effects right away, and they quit. Hmm. And then they have the bad taste in their mouth, and they never want to do it again. And um, if they would just, at the point that they're, they're quitting, they should just take a step back and say, what can I do to make this campaign better? And that's why I think um. Not. I think. I know that the number one reason most campaigns fail is they just don't give it enough time.
0: Can I? I don't know if I had this conversation with you, Jared, or whether it was it with somebody else. Have we had a conversation about um about the the way that that marketing as a as a um. Uh, I, I guess a, a, a need for a company has increased about the whole um, buyer's journey. Have, have we had that conversation yet?
2: We haven't specifically talked that, about the buyer's journey, but gonna, that would be a good segment.
0: You're going to love this. Just um, You're talking about um, companies quitting on marketing too early, and this speaks to why they should not do that. I read this thing um, the other day. It was about how customers make buying decisions. And uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, cu- uh, a customer uh, was 20 or 30% um, convinced on their purchase before they went in to talk to a salesperson. Sure. Now it's like 80%. Absolutely. And so you can, you can I mean, we all do that, right? We do our research yep. on the internet and then we go on Amazon or wherever we want where to buy it and we go buy it. But we don't yep. actually need to talk to anyone to make a decision. And so, in a climate where customers are behaving that way, what is the service? What is the thing your company needs to get to reach those people?
2: Is it investing in your sales team or is it investing in marketing? I think it's both. It's aligning sales and marketing because um, what sales has to realize is, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, um, they had more control. They were sort of in the driver's seat. They had more information than the consumer. And now that's been flipped on its head. Yes, yeah. Now the consumer has more information than even the salesperson. So when they come to you, and we've experienced this at the agency, mm. they've done most of the time they've done their homework, and they're already they've already pretty much decided, or at least narrowed it down. And so your website and your content and your content marketing has done has acted like a salesperson. And so salespeople need to adapt to that. To understand that perhaps once they contact you, you don't really need to spend too much time going over things that you had to go over 15 or 20 years ago. They already know it. Yeah. They've already read the blogs or download the white paper, watch the video. They've done their homework. Um, so the sales cycle, while it may still um, be the same time frame, um, that window of one-to-one in-person kind of conversation has shortened Um, dramatically it has okay
0: so let's um, i also the the second direction I wanted to take this in is is uh, we're talking by the way about uh, the number one reason why most marketing campaigns fail Um, we talked a little bit about shortcutting that maybe Mm -hmm. cheating it Um, that's not a long-term play but it's certainly a way to gauge interest I think it probably be worth um, also talking about how to how to persist how how do how do I set myself up for success, when it comes to my marketing campaign, how how can I be one of those
2: people that don't quit too early? Sure, no, great question. Um, the first thing you need to realize it's 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 to remember during that time that you're experiencing the most resistance, the most pain, if you will. That's the time that matters the most. If you quit then, you you'll never experience the positive inertia of marketing and advertising. So that's sort of a just a overlying rule of thumb, but also you need to have more um, clarity as it relates to what are you expecting? What are your expectations? It's sort of like going back to the workout analogy, you know, um, what are your expectations? Is it to lose 20 pounds in the next, you know, 12 months? Is it um, to, you know, develop uh, a more muscular uh, anatomy? Is it (laughs) where you're an exception to the rule? (laughs) Only you uh, don't (laughs) eat that (laughs) flame. You know, are you trying to, you know, maybe lose that tummy? Whatever it may be, you're going to have goals, and you're going to write down how you're going to get there. It's the same thing with advertising and marketing. Um, What are your goals? Is it to generate more traffic to your website, more brand brand awareness? Is it more, um, you know, lead generation? Based on that, be specific, you know, use those, what they call smart goals, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. You're like a walking acronym (laughs) encyclopedia, aren't you? (laughs) So, you know, once you have those in place, it's kind of like that notebook that you have when you're working out and you're writing down your exercises. It's the same thing. Um, Typically, what we see is people go into it blindly. They don't really have objectives or strategies, and they just blindly go in. Feel the pain, quit and say advertising and marketing does not work. So, I would, to answer your question, um, long term, you need to have specific goals in mind of what you're trying to accomplish. And it's not going to be perfect. You're going to have to adjust your marketing. Um, but, you know, when you get there, whether it be in six, nine, 12 months, sometimes 24 months, um, you're going to look back and go, you're going to be thankful for for going through that journey, because it's gonna, you're going to start to um, feel the reciprocal value of marketing and advertising, that positive inertia is, and you're going to be finding that you're doing less and less work, if you will.
0: I think um, I could probably offer something here, too. It's it's not so specific as that. I think you're right. You've, you've got to define what, what winning looks like. But um, I think more generally, just when it comes to any kind of... Um, thing that requires some stick to itness I i will share a story that illustrates my point. It's, it's brief, so stick with me. But So I knew a dude, right? I knew a guy um, many years ago. He was 300 and something pounds, grossly overweight, lovely guy, young, but um, he started having some health problems and he knew we needed to get um, it fixed. He also wanted to get a job um, that required him to lose a, like 150 pounds. So um, we parted ways. I don't. Life took us in different directions. But I, I bumped into him like two years later, and this dude had lost two hundred pounds, and he was ripped. He made great shape, and I was like, "What happened? Are you the same person, or have you split into whatever?" Um, but he'd lost so much weight. He looked great. He was feeling great. He was uh, uh, more positive, and he said to me. He said, um, "He said, well, I started going to the gym because you know I needed to lose the weight and stuff." And he said, "I just and I just got the bug." He said, "And I, I go, you know, once, twice a day now." And it, and it occurred to me as we talked that he didn't want to exercise. He didn't like ex. He, he didn't like it at first, but he fell in love with the journey, mm-hmm. and he ended up at the destination. Yeah. So I think when it comes to sticking to a marketing campaign, if you can structure it such that you know, it's it's just part. It's almost it's if you can make it fun, in whatever way you can make it fun, it doesn't. You, you'll stick with it you absolutely, know? and you'll get there in the end.
2: And the most successful ones you see are having fun with it yeah. and making the adjustments and you know leveraging the positive influences that take place. And it is all about the journey. And if you love the journey and fall in love with the journey, you're gonna you're absolutely going to get to the end result. Awesome.
0: All right. I think that is uh, very helpful, and we should probably wrap it up there. What do you think?
2: I think that's a great plan.
0: Okay. So the <laughs> number one reason why most marketing cams- campaigns fail is because people quit too early. So yep. find ways to love the journey, define what winning looks like, and have at it. Jared, thanks so much. Thank you. See you next time. All right.
1: Thanks for listening to Think Jargon. If you like this episode, share it with a friend or post a review at iTunes. Your reviews help new listeners find our show. Have a sales question or a marketing problem that you'd like us to cover on a future episode? Contact the show at thinkjargon.com. Until next time, make sure you make the world a better place and cut through the jargon.